super serious. I'm your host, Quamsec. How's everyone doing out there in podcast land? Isn't it insane how many podcasts there are nowadays? Basically, everyone has one. Probably you, too. I, I just hope you gain some type of substance from this podcast. Any type of substance that would make my time here worthwhile. But you probably aren't even listening in the first place. Are you stuck in a daydream? Is my voice really that relaxing? As proof that you probably aren't even listening, I'm going to ask you a few random questions. Have you ever thrown a loaf of bread into a river? Have you ever smelled a rose on the surface of Venus? Why doesn't or does four come after three? Not in this lifetime, but in our prior to our last lifetime. Lifetime. If we were born in the clouds and died in the sea, do trees grow richer in the West Indies? Hmm? Who are you? Uh, okay, how sure are you? Okay, okay, I apologize. I went on a bit of a tangent. That's basically my life. <laughs> it's just one giant tangent. Okay, let me gather myself. Let me, let me, okay, let me, just let me. Okay, I let me. So, here we are in the studio today. My producer Ethan and post-production editor Quincy are shaking their heads at me right now. <laughs> Marcus, uh, he's our engineer, is messing around on his phone. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, you put it down now, huh? What are you browsing on your phone anyway, Marcus? Shopping for a mic? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so that's actually a pretty smart move. My abilities to simply get my man Marcus a mic for the studio has been fruitless. Okay, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to get down to my swim trunks. So we can dive into today's subject together. Hold up, you didn't bring a swimsuit? 
Come on, man. Today's subject is Never Flat Soda. Unrelated to the run flat tires, yada yada yada. You can consider this episode to be a sort of a sister episode to the Meltless Ice episode we had. Frankly, having never flat soda with meltless ice just seems like pure perfection. Imagine that drink just sitting next to you. You don't have to worry about drinking it fast because it's not going to go flat. Nor do you have to worry about the ice watering down the soda as, as it melts because that isn't happening either. So, Never Flat Soda is an incredible invention. Uh, and it actually originated from space. Mm -hmm. We will get to that connection in a moment, but to put it simply, all you need to achieve Never Flat Soda is just a specialized drinking cup. That's it. Now, these specialized cups capture the released carbon dioxide from the drink itself. This capturing process is taking place inside the cup, inside the top lip of the cup, to be more exact. Now, after it is captured, it is recirculated into the drink. No fancy pump is needed, no batteries, no electronics of any kind. All you need is a good friend of yours. His name is Gravity. You're going to need him and a little bit of pressure. It is these forces, plus the shape and design of this cup, that ensures the recirculation of the carbon dioxide. So the cup itself is actually capturing the gases released from the soda via an inner capture ring, which is located just under the lip of the cup. As the carbon dioxide is captured under the lip, the pressure of the lip starts increasing. Now, once this pressure buildup hits roughly, it's, it's like 12 PSI, the captured carbon dioxide gas converts into liquid form, which then falls down inside the walls of the cup and is then refed into the drink via one-way holes located on the bottom of the cup. Voila! Now, not all gases that is being released from the soda will be captured. Some gas will escape without getting captured. 
such as gases that leave the drink from its center and never make contact with the lip of the cup. But, but, there is a fix for this. And no, it's not making some kind of specialized lid for the cup. We're maintaining an open cup situation here. It turns out when the required amount of pressure reaches its conversion threshold, which is at about 12 PSI, there is a secondary gas that is created. This is basically a byproduct of this situation. This gas is not carbon dioxide. However, it is trianogen beryllium. Okay, trianogen beryllium. This, unfortunately, this gas cannot be converted into carbon dioxide very easily. So the makers of this drink cup, they have, they've, they've come up with a solution for this issue by lining the top inside portion of the cup with gorgonium 5. Now, gorgonium 5 converts the trianogen beryllium into liquid carbon dioxide. Amazingly. So this mixes in with the regular liquid carbon dioxide and this this converted byproduct plus the actual carbon dioxide that was captured is enough to continuously replenish the carbonation in the drink for a very, very long time. Now, even though this all sounds fine and dandy, there is one caveat. Gorgonium-5 is actually radioactive, which is the primary reason this product has been having such a difficult time being mass-produced and sold legally. But... How radioactive is Gargonium-5? Hmm? Actually, it's not that radioactive. See, drinking a single drink in one of these specialized cups is equal to roughly spending two days at Chernobyl. It's not going to kill you. But... Going through more than two or so of these cups a day is considered the limit of consumption as determined through third-party testing. Uh, I'd say a little more rads in the, uh, is a small sacrifice for never flat soda. <laughs> that pretty much sums it up for this episode, ladies and gents. I wish you all well, and I wish you all a good night.